I'm, uh, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by Brett Yormark's opening statement as we welcome you into the Plank Show. Uh, we are live from the trails of Brookhaven today. Wait, I'm the falls. I knew I was funny. I'm sitting here and I have it written down. I spend so much time saying the trails, the trails, the trails. We're at the falls in Brookhaven, uh, an incredible community that we'll tell you more about as, as we continue to learn about it throughout the day. So we are all in right now on coverage of the Big 12 Conference Media Days. And Brent Yormark, Brett Yormark continues to meet with the media. Uh, just moments ago, he was asked a question by Barry Trammell. Hey, well, what was your reaction whenever you, you just take this job, you just get named the, the Big 12 commissioner, and literally two days later, USC and UCLA leave for the Big 10? Was your reaction, holy crap, what have I got myself into? Uh, here's what Yormark said to Barry Trammell's question. Just moments ago as he continues to speak, we're going to take you back there live here in just a second, but here was your Mark's reaction to that. My reaction was probably both, but I was excited by it in many respects because I saw there was opportunity, and I figured I'd be thrown into it uh, a little sooner than I had thought. And as Linda said, uh, I've been working very closely with Bob and others on defining our path forward. So I, I do look at it as an opportunity. Uh, as I said earlier, we're going to vet out all the possibilities and options and determine where we go. So there's obviously the headline note, which was, hey, the Big 12 is open for business, and that's what we're going to hear about the most, I think. But uh, it, it, so far, early returns, two things jump to mind as we welcome you into the Plank Show on a Wednesday. Josh Helmer in the Brown O'Haver Studios. Um Two things jump to mind. Number one, very impressive. You don't get a job as a conference commissioner, really at any level, especially what's perceived to be a Power 5 level for being some sort of yutz. Very impressed with him. And it's, it's, Josh, are you in? Are you standing by? Standing by. Good morning. Good morning. Can I tell you the other thing um, that really, and, and I don't know, maybe this is a really, really bad way to look at it. But you know what I think is I'm watching this, and I'm watching Bob Bullsby sit next to Brett Yormark, and you saw the Baylor president right next to him, and they're answering questions, and Brett is, is waxing poetically about how Bob Bullsby has been involved and, and, and the greatness of this partnership that they've had in, in learning about this job and what's ahead. Do you know what continues to resonate with me, Josh? What's that? For a guy that was allegedly given a vote of no confidence and forced out, according to reports, they sure are letting Bob Bowlesby still be involved in a lot, aren't they? Or at least celebrating him today on this Big 12 media day. Dude, no. No, no, no. No. No way. There's no way that if this dude, anyone that's voted out, he's had plenty of time to celebrate. If, if they didn't want you there, if this decision was made to move on from you, there is no way that you're sitting up there at that dais whenever the introduction is made to a new conference commissioner. There's no way that anyone is leaning on you. You've been if if you were given a, no, let's just use us as an example. If Casey Vineyard, our beloved boss, and Brian Vineyard came in and said, "Josh is out. I have no confidence in him. We're going to do things different." Um, our plank is out. He is making no sense. 
He keeps trying to talk about everything but recruiting. He's gone. They're probably not going to allow me to be the person that sits there and has a transition to the new guy. I know it's a different world when we're talking about our lives and this, but I don't know why that's resonated with me so much here this morning. For a dude that was supposed to be done so done, man, they sure are giving him a lot of leeway in this transition of power, are they not? Because every single president, every single athletic director, for the most part every president and most athletic directors, understand what the job is all about. I mean, you need Bob Bowlesby to tell you where the office is and, and get his contact list, and that's about it. If he was given a vote of no confidence, this seems to be quite fascinating that he's still involved on this front. That's a really good point. It's a really good point. Um, Probably he shouldn't be up there on the day. <laughs> I know. Uh, let's go back. Uh, Brett Yormark is taking questions as we speak for the media. Let's listen in on a few of them. This conference. Well, there are similarities in how you build a band, brand, generally speaking. But I need to spend a little bit more time with the staff, get a better understanding of some of the data points. Um, I know the... The conference has done a bit of a brand study, which I need to dive into. They've outsourced that, that exercise. But I think, again, very similar to what I've done in my past, there's an opportunity to nationalize this brand, to be more aspirational, um, to appeal to youth culture, to get younger and hipper. And those are the things I'll be working on. Younger and hipper. I like that. Let's, say, let's wait for two other questions here Mr. real quick. Yermark, um, just a piece of nuts and bolts here what's football scheduling going to look like for next season he has no idea i can't answer that just yet um <laughs> i have got a when i start on august 1st meet with the team and and better understand that it's a great question and in a couple of weeks i'll i'll be able to answer that uh, more appropriately one more let's get one more this that dude's asked like five questions so far by the way questions. The first is, what are your early thoughts on expanding the playoff from 4 to 12 teams? And the second question is, I understand that you know Pac-12 Commissioner George Klyavkov from the same media circles. What's your relationship like with him now that you are exploring expansion from his conference? Good questions. Nice to meet you. As far as the first one on CFP, um, I plan on spending a lot of time with Bob, obviously. He was intimately involved in expansion conversations and modeling. Um, I do get D1 ticker now, so I'm keeping myself abreast of who's saying what in that space. But um, I look forward to spending time also with Bill Hancock. He's one of the first meetings I'll be taking here in Dallas uh, when I start on August 1. And I look forward to having meaningful conversations with my fellow Power 5 commissioners on that subject. As it relates to George, George and I have known each other for quite some time, but I know many of the other Power Five commissioners. I've been in, engaged with them daily on conversations. Um, George is a great guy. He's doing a good job at the Pac-12, and um, no different than the other commissioners. We're, we're vetting out all possibilities and, and options, um, but I'm, I'm glad to be part of the group. You know, there's a great group of guys there. All right, uh, uh, Josh, beyond my, my pettiness, what, is, what has been some of your thoughts as we've listened to Brett Yormark? If you're curious about anything OU Texas-related, Yormark was asked about the uh, Sooners and Longhorns staying in the Big 12 until the end of their media rights. 
Uh, Lee Benson tweeted the quote was, from my perspective, any situation like this, I look for a win-win scenario. That being said, it's important that what happens is in the best interest of the Big 12. So there you go. Right there, what jumps out is either your mark doesn't want to show his hand this early or legitimately he doesn't really have a strong opinion yet on where he stands in terms of college football playoff expansion. I would think that the Big 12 would would want this thing expanded and expanded quickly. But, again, if Brett Yormark has a leaning one way or the other there, he's not showing his – He's not showing his hand yet. He's not sharing that with us. Hmm. I'm intrigued. Um, This is one of my two favorite things at Big 12 Media Day. I love this, and I love whenever they have the officials meeting with the media because, and again, I'm sure it's it's nerdy and it's kind of mundane for some people, but for broadcasters, people that call games and people that are on the sidelines or analysts, it's it's a necessity and for coaches too and, and, and any media person to understand the rules as they are going to be applied. Every year, I feel like there's a shift in rules. So I love that. But I also love the state of the league addresses. You know, I, I will say this. Your mark, infinitely more entertaining than Bob Bowlesby, right? <laughs> I, at, at the very least, there's some inflection in his voice. Bob Bowlesby can be rather dry. And, you know, I – Again, it's not like this is some 30-year-old kid coming in and taking this job. This is an experienced guy in the, in the media rights, in the sports world, in the professional sports world. This might be something new for him on the college side of things. But, Josh, I, gotta tell, I love the energy that he's brought. You know, I, I didn't know what to make. I've just seen pictures and I've read stories about his time with the Nets. I think that, you know, to say that it's hard to blow a press conference. I mean, let's just be honest. It's really hard to screw something up like this. Uh, I feel like he's been knocking it out of the park so far. Yeah, he's he's been good, which is what you would expect. You wouldn't expect him to go up there Correct. and just sound like he's totally unprepared and not ready for this type of moment. You'd hope not. <laughs> Otherwise, that would uh, not reflect well on everybody helping uh, make the decision to appoint Brett Yormark. I'm not crazy about the fact that, as you've pointed out, Bob Bowlesby is – Seemingly as involved, at least here early, as your mark is giving the indication that he is. Now, whether or not there's a ton of truth to that or not, who Don't knows? Know. Yeah, I mean, it could just be a little bit of a courtesy to Bob Bowlesby, but for him Very to true. be sitting up there and for your mark to basically be saying, well, before I can really answer strongly about college football playoff or the future of this league. I really need to sit down and talk to the guy that let Oklahoma and Texas walk from this league. (laughs) I really need to sit down with a guy that apparently was, if you believe some reports, given a vote of no confidence and they decided to move on. No, if, if, if you do, Josh, if you do want to play that card, you could you could say, well, the Texas Tech chancellor isn't up at the dais with him. It's the Baylor president. And I've heard two different conspiracy theories. One, he had kind of been the force that was behind trying to get rid of, of Bowlesby. And, and then, two, I've heard that maybe your mark wasn't necessarily his number one choice. I've heard both of those theories. And, again, there's nothing to confirm those. Those are just rampant speculation. But, yeah, I mean – um, if you want to read into it on that front and say, well, Plank, how dare you shoot down that report because 
the Texas Tech president, who was the guy behind it, isn't up there. Okay, that's fair. But it's not like there wasn't a president that was up there. The Baylor president was up there, and Bowlesby still was. So I, I, I want to be very clear. It's a very minor thing, but for some reason through this whole process, that reporting um, never really sat well with me. And I don't – I mean, everyone has sources. I don't doubt – no one's making things up. That's just – I want to be clear. Unless you're the – unless you're BSAC Sports, you're not making up quotes. I think people have sources that they talk to. I just – I don't know how – it's like the Deshaun Watson situation, Josh. How many people are truly in the know? When it comes to things like this – presidents athletic directors whomever they have dudes and, and and ladies that they want to get the job and they have they have people that they don't like and they want out of the job and you'll use those to every um every single way to benefit you as possible so i again it's a very little thing for me but i just find it fascinating with all this disdain that was apparently there for bob bowlsby man he appears to be front and center in just about everything that's going on and i mean listen we've buried the lead now 15 minutes into this show as we welcome you into the plank show i'm lying for the falls at brookhaven tell you more about then uh, and and by the way i i left my phone in my car josh uh, our our coverage for Big 12 Media Days is brought to you by... Brought to us by Elite Roofing Systems. Check them out, EliteRoofOK.com, which we've got a ton of Big 12 Media coverage coming your way all morning long. Baylor is slated up first at 1035, and they'll be followed by Kansas right after the top of the 11 o'clock hour, and then, at least while we're on the air, West Virginia before... uh, Kansas State for Steelman and Thune at noon, and then Oklahoma State is your capper today. And yeah. then Oklahoma kicks off the festivities tomorrow. But I feel like in our show so far, we have buried the lead just a bit, uh, and that is the Big 12 is open for business. And to me, that's that's inviting bring us your tired, your weary, your weak. That's opening the door for – you know, anyone that might say, hey, I'm, I'm bewildered with my situation right now in the Pac-12, because really that's the only if, – if you are any other conference outside the Pac-12, if the Big 12 wanted to bring you in, you'd be in, uh, of, of the mid-major programs, right? That's, that's what I think. Maybe if they decide they're going to get to 16 or 20, then magically a Memphis ends up in this conversation or someone else, the ACC and – even though I, I've heard like five different tales on their grant of rights and the challenges and the frustrations with how tough it would be to overcome and then the other side of it, how easy it would be to overcome. I think I heard Andy Staples say uh, an attorney the likes of Lionel Hutz would be able to get a team out of it. And then I'm listening to an attorney say, yeah, no, no, no. That's, that's going to be a little bit more challenging than – than what anyway, and then still it's $120 million. You're not going to get out of that buyout either. So there's there's all these different rumors about how difficult or how easy that could be with the ACC. But to me, when you say that you're open for business, Josh, that is a megaphone that's being blasted at the Pac-12 right now. And guess what? The Pac-12 schools that the Big 12 would be interested in, they know the Big 12 is open for business. It is interesting, though, that your mark would, again, grab that megaphone and sure. blast that out at Big 12 Media Days. That feels like a serious, serious pivot, both uh, just in the Big 12 landscape and 
in really for a commissioner in this type of setting. But that's the world we live in right now. We know that, as your Mark said, everybody's exploring every single option right now. And in particular, that would be the Big 12 Conference, the Pac-12, and the ACC. So we're underway. Big 12 Media Day, our coverage brought to you by Elite Roofing Systems with Josh Helmer. I'm Chris Plank. Hit us up on Twitter at Plank Show, at Josh on Ref. That's where the show is always hanging out with you. You can also find us on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Your early reactions to Brett Yormark and his comments about the future of the Big 12. Again, I mean, asking about scheduling and things of that nature, I just I think it's kind of common sense that this dude isn't going to have a plan for that yet, right? He just said, I'm going to go on a tour. And, he, and I did find this interesting. There was one little caveat when he talked about his tour that stood out to me. He said all 14 teams. He's smart enough to know you still you just can't avoid Norman and Austin because they're leaving the conference. you got to pick the brain of Joe Castiglione and Chris Del Conte if you can. Maybe more so Joe Castiglione than Chris Del Conte, but I may have a bias here. Quick break. We'll talk about it more in depth next. So we're we're able to we're able to play armchair quarterback here. Do you need me to crank up my mic, Josh? I'm sorry. Was my mic a little low? Ah, yes, that's so much okay. better. Okay, sorry. Good morning um, to you. Hope you had a nice night. I hope everyone had a nice night. I I did a show last night on Fox Sports Radio with Rich Ornberger. And it was really fun. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not. It wasn't as fun as this show, but when you get a chance to talk to a guy that's, you know, and specifically talking about the the Deshaun Watson situation, Josh, uh, someone who's worked with the Players Association, someone who's, you know, been in those meetings with the league, it's it's pretty cool to get that perspective. To be honest with you, so I've got couple pages of notes on that that we'll get to later in the show. We heard from Baker Mayfield yesterday uh, for the first time since he has been dealt to the Carolina Panthers. I've got audio from that. But again, we're all over Big 12 Media Days. First, I'm live from the Falls at Brookhaven. Go to thefallsbrookhaven.com. Uh, an incredible I, – I got to tell you something. I would do my show from here every single day if they would let me. Now, it's a little bit of a – you know what? It's a little longer drive, but it's an easier drive for me. Josh, 35, exit on Robinson, one turn, boom, you're here. Uh, they've got an incredible clubhouse. I'm watching the Big 12 Media Day coverage. Brett Yormark is talking to uh, three people on a tiny desk. I've never Bring a bigger desk, ESPNU. You've got Dusty, even though Dusty looks like he was the quarterback, and Andre Ware looks like he was the defensive lineman right now. you got Chris, but give him some room to work. But I'm sitting here watching this right now, um, and, and it's just it's an incredible place if you're looking for – uh, apartment living, and they've got amenities. They've got floor plans. Uh, they've got everything you could possibly need. So learn more about them. You can schedule a tour online at thefallsbrookhaven.com or 405-701-8233. And our Big 12 Media Day coverage is brought to you by Elite Roofing Systems. Visit them online, eliteroofok.com. So we can play some armchair quarterback here, but you and I during the break, we did – Agree on one thing. I know you've got to choose your words carefully, right? But don't you have an opinion on, on playoff expansion? I mean, if there was one thing, even though it cost him his conference, Josh, Bob, Bob Bowlesby was pounding the table 
for conference or for the playoff expansion. Pounding the table, man. He was in those meetings. Yes, Oklahoma and Texas left for the SEC while he was working with Greg Sankey on the future of 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 the playoffs. But I, I did find it a little bit odd that whenever the playoff question came up, there wasn't really an answer. Yeah, I, I thought it was alarming. I, I did. I mean, this is one of the biggest questions in college sports. And really, you're just going to toss word vomit out there that has no substance whatsoever. I find that a little bit disturbing. Not that he doesn't have time to figure it out going forward. And, you know, probably the health of the Big 12 Conference in the here and now is that's priority A, B, and C right, is making sure that this Big 12 conference doesn't get picked apart by the Pac-12 or the ACC. Right. So from that standpoint, okay, I get it a little bit. But, I mean, you're talking about this is one of the biggest issues for the Big 12 conference for college sports in general. And it really didn't sound like your Mark has spent a ton of time thinking about it or at least that he's willing to share with us that he's been thinking about it. Um. Yeah, you know, Gabe, Gabe Eichert's down there uh, covering the Big 12 media days for SiriusXM, and I think he summarized it perfectly. He said, your mark not given a ton of details in his answers, but he certainly seems like um, a guy that is ready to get some stuff done. So you know, it's one of those where, you know who was really good at this? Lon Kruger was really good at this. Lon, would, would, you, Lon Kruger was a great interview, and I love talking to Lon. And he'd give you an answer. And it'd be a, a pretty good – you're like, man, that's a good – and then you'd go back you're like, well, did he really tell me? I mean, he made me feel good about the question, and he gave me an answer, but did he really truly tell me anything? And I feel like in a lot of this, Josh, Brett Yormark, that's what he did moments ago. Let me, let me get a couple of other quick highlights here before, before we uh, get caught up on a break and hit your Air Conference Solutions text. Um, here was the quote that's going to make the rounds in his opening statement most of them. It will require incredible work and collaboration. One thing is for sure, there is no doubt the Big 12 is open for business. We will leave no stone unturned to drive value for the conference. Just as I pledge to the board, we will be bold and humble, aggressive and thoughtful, and innovative and creative. All in an effort to position the conference in a way that not only grows the Big 12 brand and business, but makes us a bit more contemporary. So, can, can I really read into that? Because when you say make the league a bit more contemporary, you know what naturally jumps to my mind? Streaming platforms. The Netflix, the Hulus, the... And I don't even know if you would consider Hulu in that same category anymore because they talked about live sports, but it, it doesn't really seem as if they're positioned or have positioned themselves to invest in it like we've seen an Apple Plus or like a like a, a an Amazon Prime has been kind of rumored to be. I mean, I that that's when when I hear, hey, we're going to be more progressive. It doesn't mean you're going to have fancier uniforms or you're going to play more current music at, at games. It means you're trying to find that. What's that next front? What's that next? Uh, what's the net? 
Uh, excuse me, net. What's the next Netflix in entertainment? What's the next Amazon Prime? Or is it just sports being a part of that? That's while everyone's going to talk about open for business, and and it's true, but that's really kind of a one way street, right? Because ACC is not going anywhere nor is the Big Ten or the SEC. So you're simply looking at the Pac-12. Josh, to me, that progressive side of things really speaks to keeping my eyes on some of those new non-broadcast television platforms too. We think the ACC's not going anywhere. Yeah, true. We think that's what's going to, to happen with that conference. And really from your Mark's statement right there, his address, I think that – Probably those stones are getting turned over, too, which is, sure. is there any way we could add a Clemson or a Florida State or whoever? Probably not, but it's nice to have a commissioner in place that's going to explore those options and make those phone calls and see if that could possibly be something that could happen for the Big 12 Conference. I'm with you. The The other remark that he made about – how did he phrase it? trying to engage with the youth or that to me was very much okay so they're interested in the streaming side of all of this which is good they should be that um i I think i think it came i think it was here because as you get to know me i don't really pay much attention to anything else but us and i think there's incredible upside with the big 12 it's one of the reasons again i'm here today We have a chance to build our brand, our business, nationalize our conference in a way that hasn't been done before, and I'm excited to go to work and and start that process. Okay. It was a little bit before that, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a little bit before that. But, yeah, it was – there there is a part of me that as Bob Polsby is sitting there and a guy talks about we're going to do things that have never been done before, is there Bob Bowlesby that is mad? He's like, I've been trying to do this. Or is there Bob Bowlesby that's sitting there and kind of laughing in his head and he's like, good luck. <laughs> Having been down this, maybe, maybe it's a different, maybe it needs a fresh voice, this conference, like your Mark. Maybe it takes um, you know, younger presidents and athletic directors being involved in this process. But, hey, he might not have told us much, but he was, the, the things that he let, quote unquote slip were quite interesting and you know you and I were just talking about this Nicole Arbach tweeted Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark saying open for business goes beyond conference realignment and includes potential new incremental revenue streams too which is exactly what we were just talking about it's obviously going to be conference expansion that everyone talks about and then being additive being proactive and not reactive but also in it Josh it's more than just, hey, what Pac-12 teams could be coming to the Big 12. Right. It's Is there a streaming partnership for us out there with one of these streaming giants? Is there something else like you, I think, appropriately mentioned? What's the next big streaming giant or what's the next big piece of entertainment? Feels like we have a good grasp on what the streaming world looks like and who the who the powers are of uh, that world now and going forward into the future, but things change quickly, and really that's what Brett Yormark is tasked with, right, is finding the right partnership for this group of schools that he will be tasked with leading in the Big 12 Conference and getting everybody paid, getting everybody paid, because minus Oklahoma and Texas, that could be a challenge. And, you know, we think probably, probably only looking – 
what we know as uh, the Power Five level in terms of the expansion side. But hey, your mark sounds like to me, at least in the statements that he's made this morning. Okay, could a UNLV add for us? Could a Memphis add for us? And if the answer is yes, then probably the Big 12's going to get suggested by your mark to add those schools. Yeah, and you know what? If if I'm one of those, I, you've been bullish on Memphis. Have you noticed that about yourself? Because I'm right there with you. You've brought up Memphis quite a bit on this front. And I want to tell you why I think, you know, I'm I'm immediately of this mindset that, hey, if you're a non-Power 5 school and the Big 12 wanted you, you would be there. But let me tell you why I think I'm doing a bit of a 180 on that, even, even since the start of this show. Let's do it next. I'm on the road today. No, I'm not a Big 12 media days. I'm not cool enough. I get to hang out at a place that's even better. I'm at the Falls at Brookhaven where um, they've got a floor plan to fit all of your needs. You can see it online right now at thefalls at brookhaven.com. Incredibly affordable. Let's see, they got two bedroom, they got three bedroom, you name it, they've got you covered. Call today, 405 701 8233. And our coverage of Big 12 Media Day brought to you by Elite Roofing Systems. Why I don't rule out anyone in the additive nature of the Big 12 next. So we're going to hear from preseason favorite Baylor. Coming up next at Big 12 Media Day, our coverage brought to you by Elite Roofing Systems. Uh, Also, Hour 1 of the Plank Show, as always, is brought to you in part by our good friends at Van Hoos Fence, vhfence.com. That's vhfence.com. Mark and Tess, incredible people. Their perfection is your protection. I actually say it right for a change. Van Hoos Fence. Check them out today uh, online at vhfence.com. And that phone number is uh, 405-735-1167. 405-735-1167. All right, you want to need a couple of air comfort solutions? Text here, Josh. We have some good ones early. Um, <laughs> yes. Burley Boomer writes, one thing is certain. If there is a media member and asks a question, the refer- response will be, that's a great question. So true. He did have a lot of that's a great questions in him. I I liked this from the 405. Is it just me or does that guy sound like Sam Presti? What do you think? Do you think he sounds a little bit like Sam Presti? It's not yeah, as it, much word jargon as a Presti media availability. We need a little bit more I don't know. We need we need more like we need bigger words, things that make you think. Don't know. It's a great question. That's a. There's got to be uh, a, a, a use of like the word of confluence. Yeah. Or... I mean, at no point did Brett Yormark make me feel stupid. So right, exactly. Let me see. Fancy words people say to make you feel dumb. That's kind of how I feel whenever. Sam, 26 words and phrases that make you sense. Nah, see, I don't want that one. That's not what I was looking for. But, you know, sometimes sometimes uh, Sam will use overcomplicated phrases, and I'm like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> so, yeah. Thankfully, Brett Yormark didn't do that today. But that's that's an interesting comparison. I'll, I'll have to close my eyes and, and have to listen again. Uh, from the 580. 
when he said open for business and looking to add value, sounded to me like he's going to expand the conference. You want, we can drill a little deeper on that here if you want, Josh, um, because he would, the follow-up question was, hey, are you actively talking to anyone in the Pac-12? As I said in my opening comments, we're exploring all options, and we're open for business. And optionality is good, and we're vetting through all of them. I think it's fair to say I've received a lot of phone calls, a lot of interest. People understand the direction of the Big 12. And we're exploring those levels of interest. Nothing is imminent, but we're working hard to make sure that we position the Big 12 in the best possible way on a go-forward basis. And then I, I thought it was uh, – a <laughs> you know, you talk about really, really good questions. I think for me, Josh, one of the – one a couple of well last Thursday last Thursday I was on uh, I was on Big Ten this morning and Jason Horowitz asked a fan and it, it kind of befuddled me I won't lie it, he said why why would the Big Twelve be a better option than the Pac twelve why and 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 he kind of gave all the precursors listen I get it um. They've had more time to go through this. The Pac-12 is in its infancy. We don't know what either future media rights deal looks like. Why would the Big 12 be the additive conference? Why wouldn't the Pac-12 be the aggressor? And, I mean, literally, Brett Yormark was asked that question. There is not a definitive plan right now. We're exploring all options. I can assure you that given the time I've spent with our presidents, our chancellors, our athletic directors, we are a very unified group. Bob mentioned that during his opening comments. It was one of the things that drew me to the job, the alignment that the board and AD community all have uh, for going forward. So as we vet out the possibilities, everything will be additive, nothing will be dilutive, and I feel very confident that our conference is in the best position it's ever been in before. Bob is leaving us in a great place. Everything will be additive and not dilutive, which gets me to this point. We talked about I, – I've had this kind of when we get into conference realignment conversations, there's been like this benchmark thought for me, and it is Oregon and Washington's not going to the Big Ten because if they were going to the Big Ten – They'd already be there. Um, gosh, you can say it. Clemson and, and Florida State aren't going to the SEC. Why? Because ESPN's not going to implode the best deal they have. ESPN's not going to say, hey, yeah, we'll get you out of that grant of rights that keeps you at a very good value for us to go pay more money to put you somewhere else. Right? I, I just don't see that. Um, but I, I'm, I'm 180-ing a bit on teams like – who would you say is fringe Big 12 teams, Josh? Memphis, SMU might be. There was, there was an SMU report that came from an SMU site. Here's why. Who's to say a fresh set of eyes and really digging into the numbers and having these conversations uh, more in-depth with some of these different entities? Beyond, and we say, I mean, listen, it's constantly – Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Apple TV Plus. Who's to say there's not another? Who's to say Tubi TV, Josh, doesn't want to get in in the streaming wars right now? It Let's go. Be. 
which you and I have been on the forefront of that. I'm its biggest fan. I just finished the Gigi Allen documentary last night, and I am scarred. But uh, I wonder if that fresh set of eyes could not be the best thing to happen for two schools like that. But then you say additive and not dilutive. That does that does kind of present a little bit of a roadblock for that take, too. But, again, it's almost as if everyone gets a slate now, right? Yeah, and that's why, you know, more than anything, you won't typically hear me mention, say, an SMU as compared to a UNLV or a Memphis. You know, South Florida in general – you know, if you didn't have UCF, would would make some sense. But you've got probably the program that's not a Power Five out of Florida that you would want. And now you're just going in and picking markets from around the United States. So to me, SMU doesn't really add much in terms of the footprint to the conference. I didn't feel Houston added much. But uh, obviously those discussions could be different based on what you hear from TV executives or streaming executives. And if you get a yes that SMU is additive, then sure, why not? It's break time. We're on the road today at the Falls at Brookhaven, and we're about 30 minutes away from hearing from Dave Aranda. Uh, I'm only on my first cup of coffee, so I better go ahead and get my second cup of coffee, Josh, or I could be in big trouble by the time Dave Aranda talks. Uh, I, we're, we're all in on Big 12 Media Days coverage. I mean, that's, that's going to be this show for the next two days. But there's other topics we need to discuss. So when we come back, uh, what Baker had to say, the Jordan Addison situation continues to evolve at USC. And what a wild night in the NBA. Your Air Comfort Solutions texts are outstanding. Keep them coming. Instant reaction on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. We're brought to you in Hour 1 by Van Hoos Fence, vhfence.com, 405-735-1167. <laughs> I miss this Air Comfort Solutions text, Josh, and it's really good. Uh, let me summarize the new commissioner's opening statement, quote, unquote, it's all about the money. I'll take your questions. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Big 12. I'm very pumped to be here. I could give you a lot of word spaghetti. I could uh, mix in a bunch of fancy adjectives and use phrase like progressive, uh, next level, Additive, non-dilutive. <laughs> but, um, listen, this is all about the money. I'll go ahead and take your questions now. Did you see, by the way? So, as an employee, I, I'm, I'm employed. Let me, let's go through my list of employee, employers, employers that I have. Um, I have Casey and Brian, number one, number one in my hearts. Oklahoma, number one, number one in my hearts. I've got Learfield. I've got Sooner Sports Properties. I've got, and those three are all in one. I've got SiriusXM. I've got Fox Sports Radio and that iHeart Radio. And for Fox Sports Radio, they uh, they set us up a blog page for the show. Did you see that? So now, if we have some things that we just want to throw together, and I'm going to talk to uh, one Tyler McComas, our uh, web guru guy. Maybe we can even get it on the KREF page. Um, how about that? We've got ourselves our own little blog page, Josh, that I we can start rolling through if necessary. I saw that, and I was blown away when you tossed that out there last night. I said, wait a second, what is this? 
I still don't know how to use it. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I was on the phone with uh, John Shaw and, and the people over at, at iHeart. It's like, what does this mean? There's a lot of different steps to go through. I'm used to typing and hitting send, Josh. Um, having to confirm the different tags and the, the different places it goes is very confusing to me. But we, we have that to help us out, so we'll refer to that quite a bit today. But I just brought up getting to know the guy as one of the storylines for today, and I thought, I thought he did a good job. I thought Brett Yormark did a good job. We'll get more on that coming up in hour number two. In the meantime, is Donovan Mitchell on the block? I don't – I think there's a distinct difference between a guy being on the, on the block and a guy being available. I know that's probably a battle of semantics. But if a guy's on the trade block, you're probably going to be willing to take a little less to get rid of him, right? Maybe a, maybe a Baker conversation there. But – uh, the odds are already out for Spida Mitchell's next team. And the even money favorite, you want to take a guess? According to sportsbetting.ag, even money favorite for the next home for Donovan Mitchell is? The we are the New Brooklyn Nets. The New York Knicks. Ah. Here's your uh, – and by the way, the Nets are the fourth choice at 7-1. to one. Knicks at even money. Uh, the Heat are 4-1. to one. The Celtics six to one, the Nets seven to one, and then the Lakers at nine to one. I wouldn't sleep on the Pelicans on that front. Celtics, would meanwhile, be at, pretty oh, tasty, wouldn't it? And then Adam Silver. The the other thing for the NBA, just real quick, it, it kind of affects the Thunder, even though they you know they don't have to deal with this too terribly much. The asking out for trades early in contracts. I mean, Adam Silver comes out and says, "I don't, I don't like it." I don't like it. I, I, I we, we've got to do something about it. And I just had to laugh. I'm like, what are you, what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you really gonna do about it? You know what you're gonna do? Absolutely nothing. But good luck. Meanwhile, we, um, we also saw Kel Harry get traded to the Chicago Bears, and Baker spoke. We'll kick off hour two with a little bit of bake from yesterday. Next on the Plank Show.